Hello, and thank you for joining me on today's episode of Define the Odds with Annabelle Kemi. On this episode, I will be giving you insights as to how to identify and effectively deal with narcissists in your life. To do this, I think it is fair to trace the origin of the word narcissism, and here is how it all began. Narcissus was a Greek mythological figure. According to the myth, Narcissus was extremely good-looking and desired by many. He, however, turned down all romantic advances made at him, one of which was from a mountain nymph called Echo. His treatment of Echo left her so heartbroken that she hid in the mountains for the rest of her life. She eventually faded into a distant voice, which we now refer to as Echo's. Consequently, the goddess of revenge, Nemesis, lured Narcissus to a pool of water where he saw his own reflection for the very first time. On seeing himself, Narcissus fell helplessly in love with his reflection. Realizing that his love for his reflection could not be reciprocated, Narcissus couldn't stop staring into the pool. Legend has it that Narcissus spent the rest of his life staring at himself in the pool until his death. He then transmuted into a white and gold flower which until today is named after him. The term narcissism was coined from the story of Narcissus. According to Britannica.com, narcissism refers to pathological self-absorption. It is characterized by a fixation on one's self and an inflated self-image. Narcissism was first identified as a mental disorder in 1898 by Havelock Ellis, a British essayist and a physician. Renowned psychologist Sigmund Freud also posited that narcissism is a normal stage in childhood. It, however, becomes a disorder when it occurs in puberty. Several historic figures have been diagnosed with the narcissistic disorder. One of the most prominent was Adolf Hitler, who displayed attributes reminiscent of classic narcissism. Similarly, movie characters like Michael Corleone, played by Al Pacino in The Godfather, who was many people's favorites, was another great example of a narcissistic person. Also, if you've seen the movie The Devil Wears Prada, the role played by Meryl Streep, the character named Miranda Priestley, was another great example of a narcissistic boss who was overly self-absorbed, she was ruthless and devious. I'm sure some of you might have encountered such bosses or colleagues. Well, I have quite a number of times. Psychologists have discovered that the professions with the most narcissists are the military and law enforcement, entertainment, sports, large corporations, religious institutions, medicine, and politics. But how then do we recognize narcissistic traits in people? The word narcissist has been largely abused in recent times. Whenever a person acts arrogantly, they are tagged as narcissistic. The true description of who a narcissist is has literally been eroded. I have been guilty of this too, as I used to conclude that someone was a narcissist just by one or two unpalatable behaviors I observed. However, learning more about narcissism has opened my eyes to the actual traits of narcissists. What we erroneously pass off as narcissism pales in comparison to the deviousness and evil that it truly is. Certain character traits have been identified by psychiatrists and psychologists to be unique to narcissists. Some of these traits are excused because they have become somewhat normalized by society. You see, such characters play out around us so much that we begin to accept them. 
Even when narcissists are making your life unbearable at work, home, school, and in social circles, you conclude that they are just difficult or disciplinarians. This encourages their narcissistic behaviors and leaves many people hurt, traumatized, and mentally scarred. To prevent you from living and working under the abusive control of narcissists, I have decided to briefly educate you on their predominant traits. These will help you make the right decisions when dealing with such people. Now, the first trait of a narcissist is bloated ego and a sense of entitlement. Narcissists have an exaggerated self-image. They believe themselves to be God's gift to humanity. They also feel overly entitled to other people's love and attention. They demand that their partners worship the ground they walk on. And as bosses, narcissists would require an excessive display of admiration from their staff. They never acknowledge the efforts of their subordinates and will want recognition for all achievements, even when they did not contribute to it. Now, a second attribute of narcissists is that they have a superiority complex. Narcissists believe that they are superior to others and would only associate with people of their perceived status. They would openly boast about their achievements and exaggerated talents. They often live in a fantasy world in which they wield excessive power, wealth, and beauty amongst other things. Now, narcissists are also known to be loud and obnoxious. Narcissists love to be heard. They like the sound of their own voices and will often monopolize conversations. As bosses, they would never listen to their subordinates. Anyone who dares to speak up or sound intelligent is considered disloyal. They shout their victims down and employ abusive language to subdue them. Also, narcissists cannot take criticism. Gaslighting is one weapon narcissists usually deploy to belittle their critics. This is when they try to play mental relay on you. They turn the table swiftly such that you begin to doubt your position and even your sanity. They would play the victim and blame you for their behaviors. This is quite common in relationships. I have experienced it and the effect is quite gruesome on the mind. You begin to wonder if you are the problem when in the real sense of it, they are the problem. No one dares criticize a narcissist. If they cannot counter your criticism, they gaslight you. Now, another trait of narcissists is lack of empathy. Narcissists are unable or unwilling to recognize the needs and feelings of others. They would often react with rage or contempt rather than feel other people's pains. They try to belittle the other person to make themselves appear superior and they also become impatient or angry when they don't receive special treatment. Narcissists have difficulty regulating their emotions and tempers and they are unduly mean and unforgiving. They can never put themselves in other people's shoes. Narcissists are also known to be envious and competitive. Envy is a common trait of narcissists. They would not only envy people who have what they don't have, narcissists would even envy people who have not achieved as much as they have achieved. Ironically, narcissists believe that others envy them, and so they get overly competitive. This reveals that they have secret feelings of insecurity and vulnerability, really. Also, narcissists are obsessed with perfection. Narcissists often desire perfection, thus having unrealistic standards. They lose their cool whenever they feel that anyone has fallen short of their unusually unattainable standards. 
They find it quite difficult to regulate their reactions when they feel this way. And they also fixate on one way of doing things. It is either their way or the highway. Also, narcissists are users and abusers. Narcissists habitually use people because they are self-centered. They are manipulative and take advantage of others. They will not hesitate to throw anyone under the bus to get what they want. They will badmouth people, they will lie and cheat their way to success. They expect special favors and strict compliance with all their expectations, not minding whom they hurt in the process. Having said that, how then do you quench the fire of narcissists? Understanding that narcissism has been established as a mental disorder is vital. For everyone involved with a narcissist, it is essential to get help. The way narcissists' minds are wired prevents them from accepting that they need help. Just like narcissists, narcissists' excessive fixation on themselves will always cause them to look out only for themselves and no one else. Not even people that love them or the ones they claim to love because they really do love anyone outside themselves. This is what makes the disorder especially dangerous. It leaves a great deal of destruction in its wake. Narcissists aim at reducing their victims emotionally, thus taking total control of their power. Narcissism has been and still is the subject of several studies. Therapists and mental health experts have articulated some ways to quench the fire called narcissism. So here are some tips that will help you regain your power from narcissists. The first thing I recommend that you do is educate yourself. Get all the information you need about the disorder. Acquire adequate knowledge on how you can manage narcissists and how to insulate yourself from their caustic behaviors. Also, you need to build your self-esteem. Narcissists prey on your self-esteem. As such, one of the best ways to throw them off their high horse is to have great self-esteem. As long as you keep cowering and letting them push you around, narcissists will continue to have a hold on you. So develop your self-esteem. Another thing you should do to manage narcissists is to speak up for yourself. Learn to speak up for yourself whenever a narcissist tries to bully you into submission. Their trade in stuck is to tell lies and gaslight their victims in a bid to manipulate them. Whenever you recognize what they are up to, speak up. Do not let them have their way. Tell them that you know exactly what they're doing and you will not tolerate it. That way they know not to use that tactic on you in the future. Also create clear boundaries. Narcissists do not understand boundaries. They want to be in your face and your business whether you invite them or not. Create clear boundaries and make them know that there are limits they cannot exceed with you. It is either they respect your boundaries or they stay away from you. And it is important that you do not blame yourself when dealing with narcissists. When narcissists gaslight you, there is a tendency for you to question your sanity. When you do that, you then begin to blame yourself for what they did. A good example is when women blame themselves for their husband's violent behaviors. Also, some professions encourage subordinates to take the blame for wrong decisions made by their bosses, even when they had no parts to play in it. They explain it away as being loyal. This is the height of toxicity. Please desist from blaming yourself as this emboldens narcissists to continue in their cruel ways. Also, I strongly recommend that you get expert help. Seek expert help when you can no longer handle narcissist toxicity. Solicit the help of a therapist, a clinical psychologist, or a psychiatrist. A therapist will help you, the victim. And psychologists and psychiatrists will certainly help the narcissist. 
do not dismiss it as a spiritual attack like we usually do in this part of the world or try to change a narcissist. It is a mental disorder that should be addressed by experts. Do not shy away from seeking help. And my last tip is to know when to leave. Never assume that you can handle a narcissist by tolerating their maliciousness. Leave when you have reached your breaking point. Do not underestimate the level of evil narcissists are capable of perpetrating. You may love them, but is the feeling mutual though? Do not mortgage your peace to please a narcissistic lover, friend, family member, or boss. Leave the situation before it's too late. I have highlighted the importance of being able to identify and deal appropriately with narcissists and so now you have no excuse to give up control of your life to a narcissist. There is no wisdom in letting them rob you of your sanity. I enjoy you to be proactive and take back control of your life. And that's where I'll draw the cuttings on today's show. I wish you luck as you begin to take back control of your life from the narcissist in and around your life. I am Annabelle Kemi. Thank you once again for joining me on today's show. Let's do this again next week. Have a great week ahead. Bye for now.